You are listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so glad that you're here, as always. And if this is the first time that you've ever tuned in, welcome. You picked a good show to start because we are talking all about how to sync your menstrual cycle for success. So I want you to imagine those weeks that you've had in your life where you are completely on top of your game. You're crushing your workouts, your work, you're eating right, and it's not even hard to do that. And you're just feeling sexy and confident and like you want to just go out and be with people and like see people and go to parties. Like we've all had those weeks. Now think about those weeks where you don't even want to go out of the house. You want to read a book in bed. You're not even on social. You just kind of want to nest. I'm sure you've all had those weeks too. Well, there's something behind that. There's actually natural processes going on. And so that's what my guest is talking about today. Her name is Megan Rempel. She's a registered nurse, mother of four, and podcast host. And she's also a cycle syncing expert. So not only is she going to be breaking down exactly what's going on to us physically, but she's also giving us these incredible tools and tips to maximize how good we can feel. And I think that this is not only so great for the mother listening to this, but if you have a daughter to empower her you know, when she's young, maybe even before she gets her period, to understand and love her body so that she doesn't feel like she's fighting against it in a system that doesn't support her. You know, we want to give not only ourselves, but our children the tools to be their best selves. And it all starts, I believe, with education. So I hope you love this episode. Uh, If you do, please, of course, share it with a friend. That's the best way to get the show out to more and more people. And if you haven't already, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy. Well, hello, Megan. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when we first started talking, you reached out with a topic that I had never really heard about. I mean, I know very little about it. And I thought this is brilliant. We have to talk about this. But before we get into all of that, why don't you give our listener a little bit of background about you and how you got into cycle syncing? Mm-hmm. So I am a wife and I'm a mom of four. I have four young kids and I'm also a registered nurse and I'm an online health and wellness coach. And I really love helping women understand the energies of their cycle and um, helping them to align their nutrition, their movement and their you know lifestyle basically to the four phases that we go through every month as women. And how I fell into this, um, you know, because I think it's something that so many women don't know about until they listen to a podcast like this, or they read a book, or they have a conversation with someone who, who um, does understand cycle syncing. But I did not have any idea about cycle syncing. And in fact, I knew nothing about my monthly cycle, other than we bleed once a month. And there's a time in the month where we are most likely to get pregnant. So either you want to try to get pregnant or completely try to avoid getting pregnant. And really, that was all I knew about our cycle. And I, I lived my life just sort of like ignoring it. And it was something that was very inconvenient. And I think like most women, we push it aside and we go about our life and we go, go, go. We hustle, hustle, hustle. And we don't take into consideration our hormones or what our body is actually experiencing day to day, week to week, month to month, because we're trying to sort of fit into like a male-based society and 
we are trying to keep up with that 24 hour clock instead of taking into consideration that we actually have a 28 day clock that we need to really pay attention to and listen to. So I was, I was the woman who was doing all the things I was, you know, I had the badge of honor for being the busiest and the most sleep deprived. And, you know, I was pretty proud of that. I, at the time when I, you know, was really in the middle of like hustle mode, I had four little kids. They were six and under. And my husband was actually working out West. I'm in Canada. So my husband was out on the West coast working on the pipeline. So he was gone for months at a time and then would come home for a few weeks and then be gone again. And so here I was like doing all the things for my four children. I was working almost full-time hours as a registered nurse. I was trying to build, you know, my business from home and I was just burnt out. I was doing all the things all the time, go, go, go. My to-do lists every single day were so gigantic, like most women, right? We just like are overachievers, we're go-getters. We think we can do it all and we want to do it all. But what we have to realize is that it's slowly killing us. And we are feeling so depleted and exhausted and burnt out. And it's leading to us not even being able to be present with our children and present in our life and even present with ourselves. So I knew that something had to change because I kept going down this path of sort of self-sabotage. And I would find that there would be weeks where I felt really good and weeks where I was like, I'm on my game, Mm -hmm. you know, everything sort of feels easy and, you know, you're nodding your head. And I know that so many women right now are understanding what I'm talking about. You know, you're, you're busting out your workouts and you're like, I feel, I feel great. You're eating those grilled chicken salads and feeling (laughs) super satisfied and your nutrition's on point and you're doing all the things and you feel really good. And then all of a sudden, a week later, it's the complete opposite. You don't feel like working out. You want to eat everything in the pantry. You question everything. You know, there's even points where I was like, do I even want to be building this business? Like, what do I want to be doing? And this leads to self-sabotage, or at least it did for me. And I would just start, you know, sabotaging my diet and um, wouldn't really want to even hang out with my kids. And I would go to bed every night feeling sort of like a failure and, you know, thinking what's wrong with me. I have everything that I've ever wanted. So why am I feeling like this? And then before I knew it, I would be quote unquote back to my old self and I would feel good again. And what I didn't realize was that my cycle was at play here and Mm -hmm. I was not living in alignment with the energies of my cycle And once I started paying attention and I learned about cycle syncing and I learned that in fact, there are four phases that we go through every month and each of the four phases is extremely magical and offers, you know, something different in each phase. And when I realized that we actually need to be living our life differently in each phase, it was like a light bulb moment because here I was trying to be the same Mm-hmm. every single day when really we are different week to week. Yeah, almost moment to moment. I mean, but especially when you bring in hormones into the picture. Do you think it was your medical background as a nurse that woke you up to this? Or is this something that, you know, Western medicine has no clue about? 
I don't, I don't know if it was like my background. I think I'm very, I'm very intrigued by learning new things and I love doing research and I love kind of like diving deep into the why and the how of things. But I also think that, you know, especially doctors and, you know, cause I'm in that, I'm in that profession, I get it. But even, even doctors that I work with, they, they have no idea mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. Their, their solution to, and hormonal, hormonal imbalance or um, an irregular cycle or PMS is to slap a prescription on you. Mm-hmm. When really, if you just tweaked things a little bit with your nutrition and with your movement, you could actually completely get rid of your PMS and have a symptom-free period and feel good all month long. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I really try to get women to understand is that we aren't meant to suffer. And why are we okay with suffering? And why are we okay with having these, you know, week or two every month where we feel like garbage and we're tired and we're exhausted, but we keep going anyways. Why, why don't we listen a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, for myself, it's, we just didn't know any better. You know, at the end of the day, we just didn't have the knowledge until right now, which is so exciting. I get chills when I say that because I know so many women around the world are hearing this conversation and they're like, okay, well, tell us how, what do we do? But let's break down the four parts of the month first. I want to lay out that foundation. And then I want to ask you about how we actually optimize each section. So take Mm -hmm. it, take it away. Okay. So first we'll start with the follicular phase. So this is right after your period. So once you've stopped bleeding, you go into the follicular phase. And this can last anywhere from about seven to 10 days long. And I like to sort of think about this as your spring phase. So if you can think of spring and what it represents, and you know, I'm, I'm in Canada, so we experience all four seasons, um, you know, very distinctly. So spring is just vibrant and it's exciting and your energy levels are rising. And it, it's just like a fresh sort of type phase. And then after that, we go into ovulation, which a lot of women are very familiar with already. This is a short phase and it lasts for about three to four days. This is your summer phase. You're very energetic. You feel really good. You're just sort of like a magnet and things come easily and effortlessly into your life. And the thing we can kind of go back to the four phases, but what I like women to understand, because I think this really resonates with women is in the ovulatory phase, which like I said, it's very short, we can do a lot. We can fill our calendar. We can fill our to-do list. We can get up at 5 a.m. and like hustle for 12, 14 hours and still feel really good. The thing is, we're trying to live in that high energy Mm -hmm. zone all month long. And we're not meant to. We're not meant to be doing that. We're actually only meant to do that for a few days of the month. And, and that's when you, when you realize that it makes it, you know, very clear why we're feeling as women, so many of us overwhelmed and exhausted and just burnt out and disconnected. So after ovulation, we go into the luteal phase and this is the longest phase of your cycle and lasts anywhere from about 10 to 14 days. 
So essentially it's the two weeks leading up to your, your period. So leading right up to the day that you begin bleeding again, this is sort of that like PMS phase that a lot of women will reference. So it's, it's about two weeks long and that is essentially fall. It's your fall phase. And then you head into your menstrual phase, which is your bleed. And that's, you know, three to seven days, depending on, on, uh, on your body. And that's your winter phase. And then it goes right back again until your spring, summer, fall, and winter. And that is our 28-ish day cycle. And we go through that every single month as women. Our energy levels are different in each phase. Um, the foods we should be putting into our body are different. Mm. The way that we move our body should be different. The way we parent should be different. The the things we're putting on our to-do list should be different. Um, our ability to burn calories is different. The amount of calories we need in different phases is different. So if you're trying to eat the same way all month long, you're probably realizing that that isn't necessarily working for you because maybe it's really easy in some phases to be eating this clean, healthy diet. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, why am I starving? Well, yeah. it's because you actually need more calories in certain phases. I love that. So, I mean, what should we be doing then? I mean, for, for a lot of women listening to this, I feel like you can't necessarily call your boss and say, you know what, I can only work four hours today because I'm in this phase of my period and this is just not going to work. Like we all like you can joke about it because it's like, that's just not going to happen. So with the reality of the situation, with working mothers, busy moms, I mean, you're a mom of four, my God. Um, how do we then optimize it knowing this now, knowing these different seasons of the month for each and every woman? How do we tweak it, like you said, so that we are? Because, I mean, me personally, I definitely experience PMS. Like, I am yelling at everyone. I am twitchy, like don't mess with me for a good five days before my period. Like this, it's real. And I'm, and I warn everyone, but I'm like, Hey, like, this is my reality. I would love to not have to go through that. And I would love for them to not have to go through that. So, so what can we do while still dealing with the reality of, of everyday life? Yeah. And it's, it's true. We can't, you know, I always joke about, I can't exactly call the hospital and say, you know, sorry, I'm going to be on my period next, next week. I can't work any night shifts. Well, no, that doesn't work. I still have to carry on. However, there's so much that we can sort of tweak in our life. And I think just getting rid of the idea that we have to do it all and that we have to do it all, all the time. And when you really start to practice this way of, of living, and of course it takes, you know, a few months to sort of get the hang of it and you, you having the support and the knowledge behind it will always help. But once you get into the swing of things, you'll start to be able to take advantage of those high energy phases and then be able to really sort of scale back in your, in your lower energy phases. So in sort of the higher energy phase, the follicular phase and the ovulatory phase. This is when energy levels are beginning to rise. And this is when you can, you know, sort of focus on um, creating things and, and planning things out and you're more social. And this is, I always say to people, like if you have kids and you want to plan a big play date with, with a bunch of kids, don't try to do that in your luteal phase. You're going to regret that so much. <laughs> so when you have your, when you have your calendar out in front of you and 
you know, I think, you know, probably a lot of your listeners are, are planners and, and go-getters. They're probably spending a little bit of time planning out their month or planning out their week. If you can just be aware of the different phases and where they are for you, and then you can kind of plan accordingly. So, you know, right now we're in like complete at-home lockdown in Ontario where I live. So we really can't leave our home for anything. So we're not, we're not doing anything. However, in, in the real world, you know, I would be, if I was planning socializing with friends, dinner parties, date nights, I would really take those things into consideration because there's nothing worse than planning a dinner party and then having it come to the date. And you're like, why did I do this? Mm -hmm. I wish so badly that I did not do this right now. So when you're in the follicular phase, which I said is right after your period, this is when your energy levels are starting to rise and it brings just this improved brain function and just like more positive feelings. And you sort of have this like fresh, fun vibe to yourself. So this is when you want to break free and just do some things that are outside of the norm. This is when I always sort of am more of that adventurous mom and planning really fun things with the kids because it just feels good to break outside of our normal routine and do something sort of fun and exciting. But this is also a really ideal time to begin asking your question or your kids some really good questions because you're just naturally more inquisitive. Like, I'm sure we can all kind of think back, especially in our parenting, there's times where we're just kind of annoyed by our children. And they're just sort of like, I'll I'll be the one to say it. And they're just kind of like bothering us. And we just, we don't even really want to talk with them. And then there's other times where you feel so connected with them. And so knowing when these times are going to be, you can really just sort of take advantage of them, but also not beat yourself up for not feeling the way you think you should be feeling in motherhood. The follicular phase is also just such a great time to like think ahead of what do you want to create in your business? Um, What about in your home? Like what needs to get done? What's on your to-do list? Like make that big master to-do list because it's just going to feel really good to sort of create things and then also start to initiate things. You want to keep your food um, really fresh and light and vibrant. Your body doesn't need as many carbohydrates in this phase. So you can sort of lighten up on, on those foods, stick to more like, you know, beans and lentils to get some energy instead of like sweet potatoes and, and just those heavier starchier carbs. And then moving into your ovulatory phase, like I said, this is when you're magnetic, like you just feel like on fire Things come easily and effortlessly into your life. You can probably even think to a time where you just felt like you were on fire. Like things just, things seemed easy and were always working out for you. You were probably in your ovulatory phase. I can almost guarantee. So this is just a really good phase to take advantage of. So I love knowing where this phase is going to fall in the month because I'll plan a lot of business tasks around Mm -hmm. here. I'll plan, you know, any type of um, socializing that I want to do, any big events, any speaking things, um, sort of plan out podcasting for for during those phases, because you're just going to be naturally more outgoing and assertive. Um, And this is when, you know, just communication skills are really on on par and you can have those deeper conversations with your kids and just really, um, really feel connected to your children, but also your partner too. 
like I was kind of saying the ovulatory phase, that's, that's when you are most likely to get pregnant. So you're feeling, you're feeling more connected to your partner, but you're also just feeling more connected to everyone around you Mm. and you can jam pack your schedule. So don't try to jam pack your schedule in other phases, but this is the phase where you can, and you can handle it and it's going to make you feel more energized Whereas if you tried to jam pack your schedule in a different phase, you would end up feeling pretty depleted, exhausted, and then start to think, well, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. I could do all this last week, right. but I can't do it this week. I love that. I love that. So what, what should we be eating in the fall phase? Because mm. I mean, that's the longest one. I mean, that's kind of, that's half the month. Yeah. And this is the phase where I feel like nutrition comes into play the most because Mm. so many women are suffering from PMS. And I believe that they, we've been conditioned to think that PMS is normal and that PMS is something that we have to deal with. And I always like to say that imagine if men experienced a monthly cycle and imagine if men once a month went through what we go through and they felt like garbage. They had terrible cramping, out of control cravings. Don't you think that our whole society would have been built a little bit differently? Because I don't think men would have just, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. We'll continue. Just keep it moving. (laughs) Yeah, keep going. Push, push, push. I can sleep when I'm dead. Like there's no way. I think that our our whole life would have been built differently around around the monthly cycle. But unfortunately, we are just dusting it all under the rug and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'll continue on. And what I want women to realize is that PMS is actually not normal. It's been normalized but it is a sign that you are not living in alignment with your cycle. It's Mm. a sign that you are trying to do too much in certain phases. It's a sign that you're pushing your body when it shouldn't be pushed, whether that's in your business, in your workouts, um, in your parenting, any area. And it doesn't have to be that way. Mm. Like I said, you can feel good all month long. And just by tweaking some things, you can begin to get rid of your PMS symptoms. And I think why I love the luteal phase so much is because nutrition can be so powerful. So first of all, you want to make sure that you're getting more calories in when you're in this luteal phase. So the two weeks leading up to your period, you need about 300 extra calories a day, which is pretty significant if you think about it. So if you're trying to eat the same way that you were in your spring and summer phase with all those, you know, fresh, light foods, salads and smoothies. If you try to eat that way in the luteal phase, it's not going to work for you. You're going to be hungry. You're going to be left with cravings. So focusing more on those starchier, roasted root vegetables, sweet potatoes, turnips, um, beets, uh, parsnips, all those like really yummy, yummy starchier carbs they actually help you to get rid of the excess estrogen that Mm. is left in your body during the luteal phase because excess estrogen can lead to things like spotting. um, And and then these, these 
roasted vegetables. If you've ever had roasted root vegetables, they're just my favorite, but they have like that sweetness to them. Mm -hmm. So they also really help with your um, sugar cravings that we often get. And they contain more calories than say, you know, iceberg lettuce, for instance. So they're just going to fill you up and make you feel a lot more fueled. And our body craves sort of more warming, comforting foods when we're in the luteal and the menstrual phase. So having those like warmer, more comforting, but still healthy foods will really serve you when you're in that phase. I love that. Now, do they help with cramping as well? Because I noticed for me, it's never in the front. It's always so intense in my back, you know, leading up to my period. And I'm like, you know, this ever since I had kids, it like never before would I have these issues. But then after kids, it's like my hormones got like a crash course. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and even bringing in certain, like all the food groups really. So mm-hmm. in my program, I have a foods list for each of the four phases and focusing on those foods, just make sure that you're getting the right vitamins and the right nutrients um, for your body so that your hormones can start to work in, in alignment and work the way that they're supposed to work in each of the four phases. Love that. Love that. So what should women be taking out of their diets? I mean, I I understand you said like reduce your workout intensity, kind of take things a little bit easier. Don't pack your schedule. What are some easy things that we can eliminate to, to make sure that we're living in alignment with our cycles? Mm -hmm. So, um, as far as your movement, definitely don't try to be doing high intensity cardio when you're in the luteal and your menstrual phase. So what that ends up doing is, especially when you're in the luteal phase, if you're trying to do like hit workouts and Tabata and like running a marathon, your body can start to produce cortisol, which Mm. is a stress hormone. And this will lead to weight gain, muscle wasting, and just really feeling fatigued. So you really want to scale back on your workouts and sort of focus on more resistance type training, flexibility, um, anything that's lower impact, definitely do the hit when you're in your ovulatory phase. That's when you can, your, your energy levels are so high. So go for it then do all your cardio in the follicular and the ovulatory phase, but really start to scale back, but still you can get in incredible workouts Mm -hmm. when you're in the luteal phase. And then when you're in the menstrual phase, you really should be taking it easy. If you think about what your body's going through when you're bleeding, your body is going through something pretty incredible and is using up a lot of energy to shed its lining and, you know, go through that whole process. And our energy levels are just at their complete lowest because our hormones are at their lowest. And here we are trying to force ourselves to go for a run or do that hit class and, you know, do all the things. And instead we should really be paying attention to what our body needs from us and it needs rest and, you know, to be restored. So I always suggest things like yin yoga when you're in Mm -hmm. the menstrual phase or foam rolling, or like, I always take my morning routine and instead of doing my workout, I'll spend more time doing some journaling or Mm -hmm. meditation, extra reading, or just go out for a walk as the sun's rising. So taking advantage of, of, you know, those, the phases and the energies for your workouts is so so important in how you're going to feel and also the results that you're going to get. Because if you're trying to just work out the exact same way all month long, 
it might not be working out for you. Yeah. And I think that that's why so many women feel like they hit plateaus or they even go backwards, you know, and they push, 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 push. And it's like, I'm not seeing it. This is this even worth it. I'm miserable. My family's miserable, but I think it's because we just didn't know this information. Absolutely. And I'll hear from women all the time. Like I'm doing all the things Mm -hmm. I'm eating so healthy and I'm working out for an hour a day and I just keep, you know, either gaining weight or I'm stuck. And it's like, okay, well, let's take our, let's take our cycle into consideration. We shouldn't be eating the same way every day and we shouldn't be working out the same way every day. But what about all the women out there on birth control? How does that come into play? Yeah, that's a really great question. So I'm definitely no expert, you know, on any of this. This is really just my own experience and all my research. But the thing with birth control is, is that your body is sort of being manipulated in a sense. And that's kind of like a harsh word. And I, I never want to upset anyone who's on birth control to thinking like, oh, great. Like, I don't want to ever sort of talk down to them. But that is the reality is that by using hormonal birth control, your body's not going through these four phases. It's not experiencing the natural highs and lows of the energies. Therefore, you're not experiencing the magic of our cycle. And I think that a lot of women will go on birth control because of symptoms, Mm -hmm. because they're having terrible spotting because their periods are irregular, because their cramping is so bad, or, you know, a million different reasons of why they go on it, because that's what their doctor suggested. Yeah, it's not fixing anything, right? It's not getting to the root cause of what is actually going on. And instead of just doing this quick fix of taking a pill or inserting um, you know, something that's going to manipulate your hormones, you could actually try to figure this out using cycle syncing and making some tweaks and changes and realizing that you can sort of fix the problem instead of just slapping a bandaid on it. Yeah. And isn't getting in tune with your body, like the ultimate gift to yourself. I remember when I had my second, my doctor was like, okay, when are you starting birth control, you can get pregnant. Da, 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 da. And I know, you know, just through my you know, trials getting pregnant that I got really in tune with my body, understanding when I would be ovulating. I think so many women are afraid of getting pregnant and that's a valid concern. But if you understand when that window is, it, it, it gives you so much more power to take control of your life, to really own your body, to really understand your body so that when that window opens, you know, you're much more careful. You're not going to put yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. I I love what you just said about how it it just makes you more in tune and more grounded because I would say that is, that is why I'm so passionate about this is because I want women to realize how good they can feel and how calm and aligned they can feel in their life instead of just like push, 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 push to the point of absolute pure exhaustion. There is another way. And it's, it's fun and it's exciting and it doesn't take any more work or effort on your part. It actually provides you with more time in your life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when, when I get to the menstrual phase each month, I welcome it. I absolutely love this phase because it is like a retreat for myself. It is like the best, the best few days because 
I've done all the things that needed to be done because the universe just sort of just aligns things. When you, when you get in tune with your body and you start to live with the energies of your cycle, you'll start to realize like, Oh, wow, I don't have as much to do as I thought because I took advantage of the energies of my cycle. And then when you get to your menstrual phase, it's like this break and this rest and how often do we give ourselves that rest and that break? You know, we go on vacation like once a year and we think, oh, this is going to be so nice and it feels so good. Well, what if you allowed yourself to have that sort of break and rest every month? Yes, you still have to cook your children breakfast and change diapers and, you know, do the online learning, which we're going through right now. But you just have sort of a different vibe because you're so aware of what your body needs and you're almost you're just like caring for yourself in such a different way and it just feels so good yeah and don't you find that the more in tune you are with your body the more intuitive you are about everything else in life you know especially I would I mean do you know about you know intuition or you know things like that during different parts of your cycle because sometimes I am just on fire during parts of my cycle and I know things and I know like it's just it's crazy yeah so it's really interesting because when you're in your menstrual phase you're actually really intuitive if you are hormonally balanced Um, you know, I say that because a lot of people feel like they're absolutely crazy leading up to their period and just feel completely out of control. But if you are practicing cycle syncing and you're, you're living in alignment with those energies, you actually are very, very intuitive during your menstrual phase, which this is a great time to get out your journal and reflect on what's working in your life and what's not working in, on, in your life. I always think of, you know, you know, when you have a new month, like, May 1st. And you're like, all right, let's plan this out. Like let's map out everything. That's sort of how I feel like when I'm in my menstrual phases, it's like, okay, we finished, we finished Mm -hmm. a cycle. So what went well, what didn't go well, how am I feeling? Because how you feel during your period is such a good indication of how you've been living your life Mm -hmm. and how you've been, um, you know, in balance with those energies and, you're also just so intuitive of like what's going on in your life and even what's going on with your children. Are you Mm -hmm. picking up anything that's maybe something's going on with one of your kids and because your estrogen was like really really high in the earlier phases in the spring and summer, estrogen can kind of cloud our judgment and just, you know, it makes us feel like we're just, everything's good. We're We're just in heat. We're in heat. So everything's great. (laughs) Like this is fine. It's fine. I can let this slide. And then when we get sort of into our PMS phase and into our menstrual phase, all of a sudden things, you know, maybe don't feel so fine. And it could be just because those things have always been there. It's just, they didn't feel as not bad, but they didn't seem to be as big of a deal in the earlier phases because of that estrogen. So Mm -hmm. if something is bothering you in the menstrual phase, and if you're just feeling like something's just not right, really pay attention to that because your intuition really is sort of heightened. Wow, this is so cool. Okay, so we're kind of close to wrapping up, but I do want to ask you about seed cycling. What is that? Mm -hmm. So seed cycling is just like a natural way of balancing your hormones. Um, Seeds seeds are amazing. um, And they 
when you can focus on specific seeds in our cycle, they can help to increase our hormones and just to help balance out like the estrogen and the progesterone. So there's certain seeds that you should have when you're in each of each of the phases. And all I do, it's just like a teaspoon of ground seeds. And I'll just add them into like my smoothie bowls or my salad. So seed cycling, when someone's interested in cycle syncing, seed cycling is one of the easiest things to start implementing because it's just adding some seeds in and understanding which phase of your cycle you're in. So when you're in the the menstrual phase and the follicular phase, so those two go together with the seeds. And that's when you want to have a teaspoon of ground flax and a teaspoon of ground pumpkin seeds. Hmm. And then when you're in the ovulatory and the luteal phase, that's when you want to have the ground sesame seeds and the ground sunflower seeds. I did not know any of this. It's so easy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so, and so that's just great information on my Instagram about that. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Oh, this is, this is such an interesting conversation to me. Like I really truly mean that because I feel like this is liberating so many women, including myself, but it's scaling it, you know, because we're going all over the world with this. And it really is, I think a feminist act to empower these women to take back their bodies, to take back their life, to take back their day-to-day just to understand what's going on in their own bodies. And then they can make the right decision for them. You know, no one's telling them, take this pill, you know, hey, take this seed instead. (laughs) I love it. For me, cycle syncing has, it's just been so fun. It's been this sort of like experiment and a very enjoyable process. And I also think for, for any of us who are raising little ladies in our house, I think it's so important to be the example Mm -hmm. and do we want our children, especially our, our females to be growing up thinking that when they become an adult, it has to be hard and they have to hustle and they have to suffer and they have to push, or do we want them to see us experiencing these like high phases and then the lower phases and that it's okay for us to rest. It's okay for us to stop and to be unproductive and to feel really good. And part of the reason why I really got into this too, is just so that when my girls get to that phase, that time of their life, that this will just be common knowledge to them. And they're not gonna have to wait until they are in their mid thirties to discover cycle syncing. They will just know it and they will grow up, um, you know, understanding this. And then when the time comes, they'll be like, well, yeah, of course, mom, you know that this is what we're supposed to do. This is absolutely our job as parents right here and now. I think if you're not teaching this to your children, you're doing them a major disservice. And I have two boys. I'm going to be teaching this to them too so that they can understand you know, their partners in life or the women that they have in their lives, coworkers, things like that, to understand what's really going on and to be someone who's not grossed out by periods or grossed out by the female body or the cycle. Like, no, this is, this is the other half of the civilization. You need to understand this and you need to be aware that this is happening. I mean, this is just, it's for all of us, you know, to be better as a society, to be better as a, as a culture. Yes. Yes. Everything. Yes. yes. Ah, Megan, I love it. I feel so good speaking about this. I just, I don't know in my heart. I just know that this is going to help so many women. So I'm really happy about that. Um, final thoughts. What do you want the listener 
who's tuning in, who now knows all of this, who's getting chills like me, what do you want her to remember from this talk? Well, I, and I've said it a few times, but I just, I want, I want her to remember that she is deserving of feeling good all month long. That really is, is my number one thing. And it starts with just paying attention, just start to pay attention and slow down and listen. And then start to sort of evaluate and then dive into cycle sinking. Yes. Yes. And get some seeds, get some seeds get into some your seeds. life. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Megan, uh, where can our audience find you online and work with you through your program? Yeah. So definitely find me on Instagram. So my handle is at Megan Rumpel four, four, because I have four children. <laughs> that was just the easiest thing. Um, I have lots of information on my Instagram. I, I'm just so passionate about sharing pretty much every single day about cycle syncing. So within my stories and my, my feed, you'll find so much great information. And also the link in my bio, I've got a freebie in there that you can click on that will give you sort of a few steps to get started on cycle syncing. And then I also have a DIY program called syncing with the flow. And this is my signature program that will teach you all about cycle syncing. And it goes through each of the four phases and breaks it up into, you know, movement and nutrition and sort of lifestyle. And then lots of bonus modules on, you know, parenting and seed cycling and, um, you know, the aligning to the phases of the moon and, um, you know, sex, intimacy, lots of really great things. And I also have a podcast too. It's called Fit to be a Mama. And I talk lots about cycle syncing on there as well. I love it. I'm going to subscribe right after this. I mean, really, this is, I love it. It's like a mix of the medical and the ethereal. And at the end of the day, we all win because we have the knowledge to do better. So thank you so much, Megan, for sharing your wisdom with us. And uh, I look forward to following you and, and everything else that you have to share going forward. Thank you so much for having me. You have been listening to the Motherhood Unstressed podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast.